Hey everyone, welcome to the Horror PSA presented by Scary Nerd, and as always, we are your hosts. I'm Paul. I'm Saul. And I'm Angie. The following is a public service announcement. When a nice new neighbor moves in next door, Charlie discovers that he is an ancient vampire who preys on the community. Can he save his neighborhood from the creature with the help of the famous vampire killer, Peter Vincent? That's right. We watched Fright Night from 2011 to finish out our February Groundhog's Day marathon. I don't know what you'd call it. Month. But, uh, revisit. <laughs> Month. Remake, revisit. Remake, revisit. revisit. There, you there, go. there we go. I have to say, I am four for four that I'm pleasantly surprised at how not bad this remake was. This one was fun and I really think that it stuck with the spirit of the original with its funness but still had like really great horror thematics but it was almost kind of like a critique on the genre just like the first one was because I mean they did make fun of Peter Vincent being like the old vampire guy. Yeah I was like uh, I was like is he just like Chris Angel? Yes (laughs) and it's David Tennant just being like a Chris Angel douche and it's so amazing. I didn't realize it was uh, David Tennant until Kim pointed it out and when he started taking everything off I'm like it's David Tennant. I love when he's peeling he, yeah. stuff off and he's wiping his tattoos off his neck. It's so great. He looked completely different after he took all this stuff yeah. off. Like even just like the the mustache and the fake goatee or whatever it was. Oh yeah, like, as oh he's God. just peeling away like all of his badassery. Because when of you his first face. see him, I did not see David Tennant. I'm like, how is that David Tennant? And as soon as he took the wig off and he took the mustache off, I'm mm-hmm. like, it's it's him. Yeah, like it's him. No, I I noticed him right away, and I think I, that is what I was like. Oh, I know what kind of movie this is gonna. Yeah. Because it's it's just making fun of that whole kind yeah. of genre where horror went in the weird 2000s. Yeah, and it, it, it definitely does that. And it definitely is. Um, it's an updated version. Like that's who the the Peter Vincent's of the 80s. Yes. Yeah. That, that's who they are today. Who they it's are like the today. Chris Angel types yeah. and like all that kind of stuff. I loved it, though, because I think this one got more into the mythology, too. It, it gave it a more deep backstory. Uh, yeah, I love that his um, like it gave him that like he's a oh, what do they call him? I forgot what he said, but he's like he's he's starting. He's replenishing his army. Like, his clan. Like he's he, like, he's, yeah, he's yeah, like he's tribal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's tribal. Like he makes the, you know his tribe or whatever. And he's going to keep him for a few days and then he turns them and then, you know, they basically are under his control they or his, his army bidding. now. Yeah. You know, like, so I'm like, I love the the little callbacks to to the first one. Uh, the fruit. The fruit, yes. The apples yeah. Yes, the, I noticed it right away. I was like, he's eating apples. That's so funny. I, I, I think it would have been uh, a lot more funnier if um, when they bring in Chris Sarandon in the whole accident scene. Yeah. Oh, that was um, awesome. If, like, he had, like, groceries or something and he had fruit or something. Just like, eating just, an apple, Yeah, too, like, he yeah. was like, what are you doing? Yeah, no, I love that he had his little cameo in there. But again, they weren't trying to directly rip off anything, and that's that's what makes a good remake a good remake is where you take they it somewhere did new. Their takes on a lot of the big plot points from the first one. Yeah, like, like calling the cops and the cops not doing anything, yeah. like stuff like that. But no, no direct. It didn't feel like they were trying to rip anything off. It no. felt like they yeah. updated it. It was it was updated, and it was also like um, the the practical points. I feel yeah. like you know you have to you you would have had to call the cops. Like you would have had to do these yeah. things yeah. in order. Like. It was the practical points from the first movie. And like, even when they did uh, the club scene, like it was still, um, it was still its own thing. Like it was still the club scene or whatever. And it still went down the way it did or whatever, but yeah. it wasn't like a direct rip off of the other one. Like it felt, it they still didn't have felt the, its the own super thing. 80s dance number. Yeah, we didn't, uh, <laughs> he, he didn't have his going out sweater. Nope. He no. didn't. He left that one at home. Apparently. 
Now, the thing I do have to say about this movie is I loved 80% of the movie. The only thing that I did not like was the ending. I didn't like it. I, I hated the ending. You didn't like the ending? The only thing like that it. I could have done without in this movie is <laughs> Evil Ed didn't bother me until yeah. we got to the fight scene. And then they had that CGI fight scene. I was like, this could have been It not was done. There. I thought it was done pretty <laughs> bad because you, you see his, his arm get chopped off. Yeah, and the then, CGI in this movie was not great. It was you could, 2011. You can, yeah. Tell yeah. He, you can tell he had his arm tucked in because you could see it kind of like bowing out on the yeah. side. Yeah, and then they made him have like vampire face, but at times I was like, that doesn't even look like McLovin. Like, no. See, okay, here's my thing with with vampire movies, and maybe I don't know if it's just because it was McLovin or not, but there are some people in this world that even if you were a vampire, I would not be intimidated by you. <laughs> McLovin or CMP, whatever you want to call him. He is not. Yeah. He's not intimidating to me. And like, I, he's perpetually a high schooler and perpetually, you know, McLovin to us. Yeah. And like everyone is like, the guy's probably almost 40 fucking years old. And I was like, he's just a high school, like McLovin. No, he was him. actually, no, I know he was kid. really young, but I'm saying he, when he is 40 yeah. years old, he's probably, just getting to his thirties now or whatever, but yeah, yeah. He, I'm, I'm still like you're you're always yeah, gonna be a high school. Go, kid. He's always gonna be McLovin. No Webster matter what was always does. Webster to everyone, even though the guy was like 50 years old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, and then we also see a baby Franco. We got a little James Franco in this one. He looked yeah. like he was a uh, like, he looked like fucking Eddie Munster in this movie. He said <laughs> like, he was a baby. The first time they showed him, like, is he supposed to be a werewolf in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but I liked the route that they took where Evil Ed wasn't necessarily always like he, he wasn't as annoying in the f- as in this one as he was in the first one. Because yeah. the first one he was just kind of like over the top. He was what the eighties was. Yeah, yeah, he had that laugh. He had like all of his weird lines and everything, but he didn't like he wasn't really friends with Charlie. And I think I liked this route better yeah. where they had used to be friends, but Charlie was like, I, I do to be like cool that they now. explored that a little bit more yeah. and gave you like the background of how like, um, their falling out kind of led to, to, to Ed, you know, taking the deal or whatever. Uh, when he got in that pool, I was like, baptize the pool. Bless the pool. Bless the pool. Like we can finally know. Yeah. Bless the it. pool. And I want to say that in, um, Peter Vincent's kit, like he had some very small stakes. I'm like, that's basically pencils. Yeah. Like he took, that's, see, <laughs> yeah. that's a yeah, that's a valid them. idea. Like them, like pencils, man. I'm telling you, it's wood. Uh, Same shit. Uh, Stab I like the how uh, we saw we saw their other friend Adam. He gets taken right in the beginning. Yeah, he gets eaten. His whole family gets taken in the beginning. Um, and then that's why Ed is like, we have to go over there. And I love this, the interchange where Ed and Charlie are talking back and forth. And he's like, I'm seriously so mad you think I read Twilight. Yeah. I, did love that. <laughs> I love that. I'm like, yes, you should be angry. That's valid. Well, two years ago, they were Squid Boy and Barnacle Jim and whoever the fuck they were, you know. They were role playing, like, whatever it was that they yeah. were doing. Well, isn't that LARPing? Isn't that yeah, what they were called? Something <laughs> like that. Well, it yeah. came over. I don't know if this was before or after uh, Role Models because it kind of goes in hand to hand to McLovin's role. That's true. He does yeah. his LARPing. Mm-hmm. So he just, he's the same character. But yeah. Ed gets bit really early on in this one. Like, it's I was from surprised the by that. Yeah, I was too. Like, we see a lot of, we see a lot more action from the get-go in this one. Yeah. Than we do for a while. It's just like Charlie's just like freaking out in the first one. Remember, like he's spying on his neighbor, like he doesn't know anything. But this one, it gets right into the action, and I really enjoyed that. I feel like the the pacing of this one went really well. I didn't feel like it lulled it very much at all. It took me for a, it took me a little fig- a while to figure out until they said where they were, where it actually took place, because you see the community. Oh no! See, see, I was like CSI. 
Because you see nothing but you see nothing but desert, and you just see this community with nothing around it but desert. I'm like, where are they? And yeah. then you find out they're in a little suburb of Vegas. So it's like, okay, that makes perfect sense. It's it's that little town you drive through on the way to Vegas. When you're almost to Vegas, yeah. that's Henderson, where you Nevada. have to turn the, yeah. the, the the corner to yeah. go straight into Vegas. Yeah, there you go. You're into Vegas. <laughs> I think there's like a liquor store right there on the corner or something no, right before you turn. It's been years. Um, uh, the beginning I didn't really like. The opening I was like, it feels like a Tim Burton movie. Like just the way that the opening credits happened, and then you go and you're looking at all these cookie cutter houses, like in Edward Scissorhands. And yeah, I'm that's like, that's what so took like, me. Yeah, yeah, like I was just like, I yeah, I'm like, what are they going for here? But then the rest of the movie was completely different than the way that it felt they were setting it up to be. Yeah, because to me it seemed like okay, it's just going to be a middle of town, a middle of nowhere town because of how they set everything up, like how. And then when everything unfolds, it makes perfect sense on why he would choose that little town. I do love that he was like, you know, this is the perfect place. He can be up all night and sleep all day because yeah. it's fucking Vegas. It's Everyone Vegas, works yeah. at night. Like no yeah. one would think that it's weird or anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yep. He's immediately, he told, you know, he had the mom who was like, oh, he's like, I work construction at night. That's why I'm not up during the day. She's like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a total true story. And as soon as I saw the stakes for the realty, I'm like, those things are going to come into play. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was when she was loading them in the in the back of her car in like her first scene, I was like, yeah, those are going to go through somebody at some point. Those will, those will come in handy later. Yeah. But uh, Tony Collette plays the mom. And I love Tony Collette as a mom. She just kills it in all her roles. She's amazing. She's always the mom. Yeah. She is. She is always the mom. But yeah. she plays it well. Yeah. And I, the one thing I did like about Jerry this vampire is he knew how to play the roles he did he he doesn't like he's not out like making a lot of trouble or anything he's just got his house he's i mean he does eat their friend doris but yeah yeah but there but if his whole thing is he just takes over and has like a tribe of people that little the way they set up that little neighborhood to just be in the middle of nothing and it's just that one isolated neighborhood so like you could take over that whole isolated neighborhood one by one which is what I feel like his ultimate plan would have been. Yeah, yeah. Because the one of the things he did that I'm like, I never thought about that, and they actually address it is when McLovin's character, when he's doing his surveillance and he starts getting chased by him, he goes into that one house and he tells them, oh, you can't come in. Yeah, And he kind of looks around, he looks around, he's like, he walks in, he's like, it's abandoned. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that makes you think, it's like, okay, what does happen? Yeah, that, and he's like, uh, there's no house to invite me, and if I burn the fucking house down. Yeah, I thought about that too, that was smart. I'm like, oh shit, like, that makes fucking sense, like, no one ever thought of that shit, like, like, vampires would be like, oh, dumb, like, it's like that line he says, like, you thought you were gonna come in here and, you know, with your, with your crosses or whatever. Oh, and erase 400 years Yeah, 400 years of survival instincts or whatever, and I'm like, eh. That's a good fucking point, man. Yeah. And he was one of those ballsy vampires, too, because when Charlie holds up the the cross to him, and he's like, oh, you better have faith, and he's acting all scared, then he just puts his hand on it, and it bursts into flames. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I think the the viciousness that they brought to the character yeah. is definitely um, in... And not only Colin Farrell's acting, but just the, the I think the overall character they were going for. He was much more vicious yeah. and like lethal, but it was like And weird. He, like he was weird, but he liked to toy with them too. No, there's when he comes over to borrow oh, the beer yeah, yeah, and they have scene. the most awkward conversation, conversation of yeah. ever. Like well, see, okay. he's like, Your girlfriend is right. Okay. I'm like, ew, ew. Okay. Ew. That scene, okay, <laughs> that scene to me was equivalent to when 
Uh, in the first one, when Charlie comes home and, you know, the mom is there and they're talking. Oh, already. like the back door. I yes, could come in the back like, door. I come yeah. in the back door. Like, that's the same thing. Like, he's like, your girlfriend's ripe for the plucking. He's like, and so is your mom. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Man? I love how, like, he plays with it, though, because Charlie's like, well, let's see if I can get him to, you know, enter my domain without him realizing well, at that, it. At yeah. that point, he really wasn't sure because yeah. his friend got, Ed had gotten eaten and he didn't know that yet. And he's kind of on the fence of whether or not to believe everything that Ed had just said because I forget if he had seen the. the I think this was yet. after he saw that footage. Was it after he saw? It the was because yeah, he went to he, Ed's house yeah. that right before he came home. Okay. Yeah, this was like right after he saw that fucking footage, and then you know Jerry. Uh, I love that they do make fun of his name. He's like, oh Jerry, Jerry the vampire. Jerry like, the That's vampire. Real scary. Yeah. yeah, it's a really scary name. No, I, I I liked how like it, of course it was the nerds who had been surveilling the vampire the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> it was the larpers. The larpers noticed the warning signs. They were like, "There's a fucking vampire in our neighborhood. We got to get this shit going." Well, I loved how when they did the video of him, he didn't show up. They're like, "Oh, there he is." He's like, he's not showing up on the video when you see him get out of the truck. It yeah. was it was nice how they kept playing with it throughout the movie, and it was kind of a yeah, a reoccurring thing later yeah. on when there's like surveillance videos or whatever of like in the building. Yeah, when. Uh, um, when they're going up to Peter Vincent's lair or penthouse, whatever yeah. you want to call it. And I liked that this one had more fighting scenes. Like, they really there took was, the yeah, vampire yeah. There was a more. lot more action. In it. There was a lot more action and a lot less, like, just silly little mistakes. And I think when we talked about the first one... Um, the vampire was like, okay, why is he, why wouldn't he just go do this? Like when they call, I think the Peter Vincent call him, he's like, Oh, we'll come over tonight. He's like, oh, all right, we don't have to kill him tonight. Let's just co- let him come over tomorrow and yeah. we'll prove we're not a vampire. <laughs> like, like he just like just the silly, like toying kind of shit. And like with this one, I think with the viciousness, he was just like, all right, well, I'm just going to fuck you up then. They're mm-hmm. like, all right, well, I'm going to just blow your fucking house up. Like, I'm glad that when he finally told his mom and his girlfriend that it escalated to a point to where it's like, okay, what the fuck's going on? And it's like, yeah. not in, in, but even though it took w- until he got his fucking hand, his vampire hand through yeah. the van at the bottom for them to be like, okay, that's a fucking vampire. He's not lying. Like he's actually a fucking well, vampire. Yeah. You know, like, and, and I like, I loved how he was like, mom, you have to believe me. You have to believe me. And she did. She said, go yeah, get the cops did. then. And, and even though she was very reluctant to, but she still was like, okay, something's off here. And then, yes, and then he just actually, decides to blow up the house. Yeah, she like, actually Fuck. believed her son over the stranger next door. Yes. <laughs> See, I, I, when he started doing that, I'm like, what is he doing? Because he gets the pail and he starts digging. I'm like, oh, he's going to dig himself under a tunnel and then go up that way. But when he pulls the, <laughs> the, gas, the line. gas line, I'm like, oh. I thought oh. he was looking for like, uh, a, a, I was thinking like an electrical line. Like he was getting, I'm like, why is he going to all this trouble? Like, what the fuck's he doing? Like, there was a lot of other things too that I was thinking of because it's uh, like, I remember... When he was at the door when they were doing the beer thing, how he kept looking at the frame, the one thing I was thinking of was, okay, maybe he's going to break the frame, so now technically it's not a door. But, but then I still think you'd have to be invited. You'd still have house. to because the windows yeah. would count too. I mean, like if a window's open, that's not an invitation. I was really hoping that he was going to pull like uh like what Billy Zane did in the Tales from the Crypt movie and like he was going like to cut himself and like demons were going to come out of that hole or something. <laughs> I was like, come on, like that would have been cool. I did... Um, like that they kept the whole uh, Amy and Charlie situation where she's trying to bone him and he's he's yeah. like not having he's it. clearly been traumatized from the discussion he had with Jerry earlier about everybody. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm like she wasn't gonna believe that the guy was a vampire right away because I still think you know he may or may not have been on the fence about it himself. You know Charlie. Yeah. But it was definitely like look, 
I just had a really weird conversation to where the next door neighbor wanted to bang my mom and you at the same time kind of thing. Yeah, you know, so like, I'm just going to, we so can't I'm have sorry sex right if, now. Uh, you know, boner's the last thing on my mind. Right <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but then um, he sees their friend Doris is going in and I, I didn't, at first I was like, okay, it's just rehashing the old things. But when uh, Charlie goes back and breaks into the house, I loved that he had like little hidden cells. I was yeah. like, okay, that's creepy. Because it, it, it is like... It's not that they went down and there's a dungeon, you know, how like yeah. in the older movies it would be, yeah. but like he just had drywall and made with doors and their cells. And I was like, that's interesting. And then when we find out later that he's like a, a pack, he was making yeah, a new pack, pack it makes sense. But they were cells basically. I yeah. loved when Doris is escaping with Charlie oh, yeah, and that. then they hit the lawn and she just fucking explodes. Yes. yes. See, that comes out See, of cause I, yeah. Cause I think, cause See, like, you knew Jerry was toying with them, like, the whole thing where he was going back for the apple and they were kind of trying to go around the stairs. I'm like, there's no fucking way yeah. with uh, this guy, you know, with his, no. you know, sense of smell and just everything, you know. People that are not vampires hear people coming down the stairs yeah. because stairs are fucking loud. Like, yeah. no matter well, what like, kind of stairs like, you have, yeah, they I'm creak, like, they not move. Not even just the fucking stairs. I'm like, when they were just moving back and forth, I'm like, just bitches, like, half dead and, like, shuffling. Like, there's no way they're I not going to fucking hear anything. And so I like, did like though that Charlie stuck by her. Like he yeah. really was trying. He was He's a very good her. character. This one, I liked yeah. him. He was. He didn't want Ed to go missing. He was just kind of having a high school douchebag moment, and everybody and has I, those. <laughs> and the other thing too, you gotta love is how they play the vampire thing because he tried looking for the reflection in the mirror and he wasn't showing up. Yeah. So he kind of had to figure out where he was without relying on any sort of reflection or shadows. Yeah. Okay. Here's a question. I, I know reflection doesn't work right. So through a mirror, you can't see the vampire or whatever. So you can see through a window still, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you could still see through a peephole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Then all right, that, that was what I was confused about. So mm, it's okay. like, it should be able, because it's not really a mirror, but I guess, yeah. yeah, you're just looking through a window basically. Pretty much. But uh, I love that Charlie in this one also has his manic sharpening knife or sharpening his oh, wooden yeah, stick. Yeah. Moment. All we were missing were the empty Twinkie containers and his, his cum rags. His cum rag after he <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> But yeah, back to what you said, Angie, I love how when you think they're in the clear and all of a sudden she just bursts into flames because she's, you don't realize at that point that she was already, she had already turned. Yeah. I know. At least enough to burst into flames. Mm -hmm. I like that they played around with like, like this is its own clan of vampires. So they do this thing versus this one. Like I like when they go deeper into mythology without making it boring. And I thought that they did really well here. And a lot of it is because of Peter Vincent. In his like artifact room, right? Yeah. And I really love when, because they're going through, they're fighting him, and then they explode the house, and they end up back at Peter Vincent's, and then the vampires find them there. Uh, and he gets freaked out, and he opens his panic room and just fucking runs he in real quick. <laughs> and takes out McLovin's arm. Yeah, no, like, he totally is like, I've got this thing that's going to save me from the vampire. Like, he's pointing one of those nails or something at him, and then he just gets the remote and opens his fucking yeah. panic room and books it he realizes there. I'm in over my head, even though he's fighting McLovin. Which, yeah, which makes it even funnier that I'm like, you're afraid of fucking McLovin. Mm-hmm. Even though it's McLovin the vampire. Now he's McLovin the one-armed vampire. He was, uh, it was like, what's his name, uh, Pee-wee's character in Buffy, who he loses the arm. Yeah, <laughs> he can do anything. But I love Clap. how he how he does redeem himself because they play on the fact that it, you find out later that Jerry actually killed his parents. Yeah, because he was traumatized by that, and that's why he did his whole thing, and he ended up turning it into that Vegas thing. I'm glad it was, was just 
it was just like one line, you know, where like you get um, Peter Vincent's backstory. He's like, you know, I chose to just not believe it after I saw him kill my parents or whatever. And I love that it was just the line that Jerry had later. He's like, look at you all grown up. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't like, we don't need to go into that. We don't no. need to, we don't need to see it or don't do any of that monologue. shit. Like, we yeah, don't need to like, monologue. I'm glad it was just there. Yep. And that's it. It's not a big deal. Like, he had that. You know who he it is. He said how he had his mother's eyes and he was Yeah, his father's aim. Yeah, his, yeah, his father's, father's aim. aim. Oh, better than your father, I guess. When he finally hits him. But I, I just... Peter Vincent in this one, David Tennant, just bravo. He brought yes. so much fun and flamboyance to that character that he needed to be for that like over the top. It did the Chris Angel. Yeah, guy. the it Chris Angel the, guy. And, and, and then, know. but like when when he's not in makeup or whatever, he's just a drunk and like he's got all these issues and he's just pissy. With okay, everybody. okay, I, I think loved okay. It. We're forgetting. I think one of the best characters. I think Ginger was her name. Ginger, oh. she was the the assistant or whatever. Yeah. Was right. She was the best. Part she of was. The whole she was like fuck you. Fuck off like he's fuck like, you someone's got to someone's got to oh she was awesome i know and then he was like get the door she's like i'm watching my programs like, <laughs> like you're t-voing the fucking thing <laughs> i think i personally got a fucking headache watching uh peter vincent drink that much fucking Midori. oh i know i was like, oh, like so sweet Stop my it. teeth hurt and mm-hmm. my head hurts just watching all that like gross i love though that he, when he has taken off his tattoos he's just using the Midori to get rid of <laughs> yeah. him he just puts it on a rag and wipes Midori it off bath. yeah i'm like oh god when um when charlie goes into ed's room and he's looking through all his stuff and he's looking at that notebook that he has and it's like um you know, vampire kit. And then, you know, his drawing for like his vampire gun. Um, I totally thought back to super bad. I'm like, he's going to see like vampire dicks. Like a bunch of dicks <laughs> in the notebook again. Like, God damn it, Ed. Like, this is why I don't hang out with you anymore. Probably. They're drawing dicks everywhere. Uh, I like that evil uh, Ed kind of not, not redeemed himself, but when Charlie takes him out, he's like, it's okay. Like thank yeah. you. It's okay. It, yeah. yeah, it was it was a nod to the original thing without being like overly emotional or sappy. Yeah. Like it was yeah. kinda like it's okay. It's okay. You know, thank you kind of in yeah. essence. But yeah, that's what you kinda that's what I got from And him. even though the CGI left me wanting in a few parts, I liked how he just went to ashes. I thought that was a cool effect. I yeah. do love the 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 vampire deaths. I I think this one, I think the second blade, I think are probably my favorite vampire deaths where it's just burned and yeah. ash kind of stuff like that. So they just burn? yeah, it was, uh, it was good. I liked it. I Thumbs like up that for that. So mm-hmm. That's the only part of the CGI I think I have anything good to say about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't like the ending of the CGI with his face. It just. I think that's what killed it for me. Yeah. Because like I said, everything that I loved about this movie was the beginning. It was just the, the last battle is what killed it for me the ending of how because the thing about it and you think about it this way is you see the colin farrell character the entire time and you want to see charlie or whatever need be beat colin farrell i don't want him seeing beat this weird cgi monster and i think that's what did it for me because it's like everything yeah. that this movie built up for you need was you know, was was colin farrell it should have been it should have been um you know practical makeup like you yeah know, just uh, some pieces you applied because it really is like you know it, it's a vampire movie so you know at one point the protagonist is going to fight the vampire and the vampire yeah. is going to vamp out and be all yeah. you know the extra vampire or whatever the fuck you want to say and you know it, it's it's the climax right so yeah you knew that was going to happen or whatever. I'm like, yeah, you could have, uh, you know, some prosthetics, put some stuff on there. The, you know, The thing that it scary. took me back to is in the original Blade, did you guys ever see the original ending? 
where um, where yeah. Stephen Dorff's character yeah, turns into La Magra and it's like a big weird like blood tornado or whatever need be. Uh, I think I've seen I it. It's like a de- that, deleted no. scene or whatever. When yeah. the director talked about it, it made perfect sense because I applied it to this movie. He said that, again, they built the character all the way up until the movie and then all of a sudden you see it fight this weird CGI monster or whatever need be and it doesn't pay off to the buildup it did. You would rather see them fight the actual person rather than what they yeah. become. Yeah. And I think this is what happened with this one too because like I said, I remember that. I'm like, I want them to see him fight the actual person. Yeah, if you, go, if you go too far with it it definitely you know it takes the it really does take it out because i think um it, it's just one of those things where you're like you know i hate that fucking character i hate the fucking character i need to see that fucking character yeah. die yeah and then you don't really get to see that actual character die if it is just like that's a cgi yeah. replacement that, or that's something. what it did it for me because you have collins jerry as this weird vampire cgi monster and it's like everything that built up for it just kind of went to the wayside because now the character that you wanted to see get his ass kicked and you wanted to see him get his due and now all of a sudden is something completely different from what you were used to. Yeah, it, it, it's just a weird face. I didn't mind like the blue veins that they gave everybody. Yeah. I thought that was cool. But yeah, the face at the end, I didn't, I didn't jazz Like if they would have stuck with the blue veins and they would have stuck with the prosthetic teeth, it would have been fine for me. But when they went just that little too far by turning into a weird Baraka looking vampire is what just did it for me. Yeah. I liked Amy's transformation. When I, I didn't mind her mouth and full of teeth. I liked it better yeah. than the um, than, the, uh, the original other. prosthetic. Yeah. yeah, there's um there's less of the uh you know lusting over a sixteen you know, year old yeah. you know <laughs> child in this movie than there was. <laughs> Which is at good. Least, at least Jerry was like, I'm gonna bang the the, the stripper from across the street, you know. Yeah. Or you know, she wasn't a stripper. Of, she was a cocktail go go dancer. Go go dancer. Yeah. She's like, take two pieces of clothing away. She's a stripper. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed and particularly want to point out the fact that they actually ran him over in the car when they what? do when when they do when they're when they're chasing away when Jerry's chasing them in the truck and all that and they get in that accident and then they're driving away and um that's when Charlie goes hit him and he grabs the wheel and they actually fucking hit him. I'm like, yes, every time in movies no one actually oh, yeah. hits the fucking characters yeah. the and they just drive by. But I do have to point out as soon as they heard shit underneath, they're like, "Oh my god, he's under them!" Like, get off road right now! That's yeah. what I told like, you. make it, make it fucking like you That's have to just make it you. not worth it. Like, <laughs> even in the car, like it doesn't matter. Like, just like start driving on the fucking dirt. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. just fucking make it worse for him. That's yeah. what I told Kim. I was like, "Why do you have to stay on the road? There's a bunch of sh- you're in a desert, which means there's gonna be a bunch of shit on that ground. You do whatever you can to try to get him off." Oh yeah, especially if it's like a main highway in between like a suburb city to a big city. That yeah. road's gonna be nasty. Yeah. I imagine that's like the the picturesque road they always have, like when you when they're showing those uh, those travel shows or oh, movies yeah. where you're going to Vegas and it's that one dirt road. Like think of the when they're driving in Fear and Loathing, like that that road where they're going down. I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's just dirt road on the side. There's probably dead armadillos on the side of the road. Like it hit something. Like yeah. just drive over shit. Rocks, like, it doesn't matter. There's, there's not rocks, that much because yeah. there's, there's not that much clearance under that van or whatever the fuck it was they were driving. Yeah, in. So no. I'm like, Yeah, you can just fucking just fuck Jerry up, man. Jerry the vampire. I know, but Jerry comes at them hard. I mean, yeah, even at, after the exploding the house, when he attacks the car, like he just throws the fucking bike at the back of it at first. Yeah. What? What did? Um, 
What did Amy tell her fucking mom? Because she was like, no, it's not a party. I love you, mom. I'll be I home tomorrow. We're and probably like, not going to sleep tonight. Like, what are you saying to like, your what, mother? What, are you, what lie are you concocting that you're just crying and getting off the phone? Your mom's like, all right, we'll have fun then. <laughs> are you neglected, Amy? Is that why she's yeah. always over at their house? Like, my mom's drunk and she doesn't love me. and We never have food. I, I love how when they do leave the hospital, he puts up all those crosses and the nurse looks oh, yeah. at him like, what are you she's doing? She's religious. <laughs> the excuse he gave her. And I loved, yeah, I loved those little things. Like, because it did when you pull, when they pan back and it shows you the room, you're like, that's a lot of crosses. Yeah, you put them <laughs> everywhere. Just give her the garlic necklace. I know. Oh, but this movie was so fun. Again, it, it, it does rehash a lot of the old um, vampire lore throughout, you know, media and stuff like that. But I thought it took it deeper with, you know, that it, it killed Peter Vincent's yeah. parents before they had this mythology with his kind of clan of vampires. I really liked that. And it made it kind of more fun, too, when they yeah. then they have the final battle. Instead of just like the original, they had one lone yeah. like servant or whatever to have all those other ones come out. And it, it's creepy how they crawl out of the wall. I really liked that effect. But it, again, that also goes back to like old vampire movies, you know? Like, yeah. But yeah, the I dug it. The thing he did do that I appreciated is when he went into his house and started Bust, immediately busting out the windows. Yes. Oh yes. I I yes. was I was literally like yes, finally another one of those things that no one ever fucking does or thinks about. Like mm-hmm. start breaking the fucking windows now. Because I started thinking that to myself, and then all of a sudden he starts doing. It, I was like yes, yes, he's actually doing something practical that yes. will actually help him out. I liked they all were smart in this one. I mean, they were all adap- adapting differently to the situation, but I really felt like there wasn't many points in this film where I'm like that's a stupid choice. Other than. Yeah. When Charlie breaks into his house to go find Doris. I'm like, no, no, Charlie. <laughs> you got to do it, man. No, you no. got to have your proof. I know. <laughs> uh, there were a lot of puce jokes and puce, uh, yes. white people breaking into houses casually. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? This oh, ton of B&Es, man. They're just. just B&E, man. Yeah. yeah. Just, just like nothing. Charlie it's, just found online how to pick locks. <laughs> Yeah, on his phone. On like, his phone like, all right, well, you need this. You need that. Like, right, uh, I, I guess, thought that man. was so funny because I'm sure that's that's a lot of I'm sure you today. Could, I'm sure you yes. could Google that right now and yes. find like a, a website and a YouTube video at least. There's a YouTube video for everything. There will show you how to do everything. Yes. If it's not on YouTube, it's on Reddit. But for me, my, my favorite part, I just, I love David Tennant in this character. I thought he was so funny as a drunk. Like when they get to the end and they're at his house and he's like, give me a couple of drinks. I'll try anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I'm a cheap day. Give me a few drinks. I'll try anything. Let's yeah. Go. I loved his character, though. And like he still tries to fight and he has all those tools like the original did. But it's it's just done in so much of a flamboyant way that David Tennant can really bring yeah. to that character. The um, the army surplus guy oh i love the army surplus store i'm like like, that's nevada it is really he's like i want this 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 i mean and nothing that he had was really that you know out of the ordinary he could have been like look i'm going hunting like all he had was boots and you know supplies and a crossbow but i love the fact that he was like i'm gonna go kill a vampire and the guy's like good for you yep (laughs) yeah no that's nevada though they have a shit ton of army surplus stores you see them from the vegas strip and i'm sure that's how people in there have to be you don't want to know what they're doing with that shit tell your friends Right, we'll give you a discount next time you come back. If you come back, right, kid? <laughs> uh, Jerry did the um, the Bram Stoker's Dracula thing to where he sliced a little bit of his chest to get oh, the blood yeah. out, so he oh, yeah. can suck from it. And mm-hmm. like that's, that's straight up, uh, straight up nineteen ninety two, right there. I thought it was really creepy how he um, 
put the blood on his finger or on his mouth and mm. then kissed oh, her. Yeah. I was like, ew. <laughs> well, that's one way to do it, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh, but then um, I like that Peter Vincent, even though he was over the top and flamboyant and when they added the, the mythology and whatnot, like he still had practical things yeah. that he had been researching and, you know, pre- he's prepared to be a vampire killer. Yeah, I mean, well... To me, it was like all that other stuff was um, just kind of decoration for his collection. It was kind of the, you know, the mythology of the Peter Vincent performing character, you know, to have, yeah. like, oh, he has this museum of shit. But it was like the the random pieces that he had and the little shit that he had in the actual fucking um, the safe or whatever. And I'm like, that was like his like, all right, this is the side that he couldn't put away kind of to me. He's yeah. like, you know, I pretended like it wasn't real or whatever, but he's like, I still have this shit. Yes. Like, yeah. you know. And I like how he he immediately pushes Charlie out when Charlie tries to show him those pictures yeah, of like, all the stuff. Yeah, like, get the but fuck then out. he sees that the crest or whatever. Yeah, the crest yeah. is what brings him back. And yeah, like you're saying, he has that, you know, the stuff that gets too real for me in that little safe over there, so I don't have to see it. You know, like he'd put it all in. It that. really is like he's putting that like oh, it's almost like. Like mental health, like he's putting all his bad stuff there. In a safe, like he knows where it is. Can't hurt me if it's over there. Like like, (laughs) it doesn't doesn't work that way because you're drowning in fucking Midori because it's not working. But hey, I mean, if you can use that uh, depression or anxiety and you know be a performer in fucking Vegas and make probably millions a year, then hey, whatever. Make that money. Make that money. Which makes you wonder if what's his face, um, Chris Angel's acting like that. I don't know. He's all, he's sad. They're all sad. They're, yeah. They're all sad. It's so. all a character. Yeah. Yes. That's what you got to do. But hey, if people pay me for character, you make up, you make, I mean, yeah. that's, yeah. Yeah. If there's, there's cheaper, acting, there's, acting's acting. She your ways to make money. Acting's <laughs> acting. Make your money. Uh, I loved the fire guy plan is what I called it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And it's so funny because like when they're talking about it, David Tennant's just like, you've got to be on fire and then you can take it to the heart. It's like a completely crazy yeah. plan. But like they practically put it together. And yeah. I, I really yeah. enjoyed that. Uh, his LARPing clothes, I guess, came back into play. Was that what it was or did he get a jumpsuit at the I Army think he, surplus? I think he just got all that stuff with the Army surplus. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I think he was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to, you know, go for it. I might as well, you know, get a fire suit, I guess. Yeah. So like what if cause at the end when they they stake him through the heart and like all the his clan comes back to humans right yeah uh like what does little baby Franco tell yeah, his what, mom and dad like, know, like what been? what do they remember and like and okay like, so what, if you killed that, somebody and you've drained their blood like you know that forever right like, he says that one line is okay like, but that was a strange night oh that was a hell of a night or something weekend oh or something. Yeah, yeah something like okay that. but but if anyone that they that they drained or whatever, right? Yeah. Like if he would have, then wouldn't they be part of the the, the tribe cl- too yeah. or whatever? So I don't know. Does that count? Like if if Jerry bites Franco and Franco bites David Tennant, just a pyramid I don't scheme know. at like, this point. <laughs> so does that mean that if if they had successfully turned Peter Vincent, would he be under Jerry's or Franco like, dominion? Mm. Yeah. So. But if you kill Jerry, then Franco turns back. So does that also? I don't know. We, mm-hmm. we could, I don't like, know. Yeah. What's the lineage and like who? Like who do we talk to about this? We need. We need a. We need Chris Angel on the phone. No, we Is just need that pyramid. Hunter? You know, billboard or not billboard. The, 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 the genealogy tree. Yeah, that's what we need. Well, it kind of does because they always have that one thing. You have to kill the head vampire to get everybody to turn back to normal. Yeah. Like if you kill one of their subordinates, it's just going to kill them, but it's not going to bring anybody back that they had turned. 
All right. Well, I guess that makes more sense because isn't like the old, old ones, like if you kill like the original vampire. Yeah. yeah. No more vampires exist. No in the more vampires. World. Yeah. I liked when they were in that pit, though. The basement was creepy. Yeah, it was. But it was just because it was completely, like, it was just dirt and, like, yeah. a pit, basically, you had right? To get to the dirt, basically. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I really liked it when, like, even he's shooting through the floor to get the the lights coming down. And then Peter Vincent starts smoking. <laughs> like, his hand is like, <laughs> like what? Oh, My shit. hand is smoking. I don't know what that's he's about. Like, I'm turning. You gotta do something <laughs> quick. But I like, and again, it was just how he's like, well, shit. Like, it was just <laughs> a little comment. You and know, that's just David huge. Tennant, though, because usually when he does those characters, he has that sarcastic, sly type of demeanor that he always, yeah. but he doesn't everything. It's it's very much oh, his, shit. his uh, dry, I'm melting Scottish humor. Yes. He's so perfect in this movie, though. I liked him, but I liked his character better than I liked Charlie's. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Charlie was just kind of there in this one. I feel he like. he was the main character, but yeah, he was like he didn't. Uh, I don't know how to put it because I don't feel like he really pushed the story forward. Not until the end, yeah. like the final act, and finally, it's like finally, Charlie, get off your ass and do something. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, well, Ed that- tried to convince you, and it took you uh, not too long to convince Amy and your mom because you know the whole gas line situation. But now that you're on board, then finally gonna do something, I guess. That's the little thing that kind of threw me off a little bit. Is at the beginning when Ed was the one who's taking this all seriously, and then it's all. To me, it seemed like, okay, to, at first when it started, I was like, okay, are they going to flip it and make Ed the one who thinks that everything's going on and everything's bad? And then everything that happens with him happens with him, and then it just evolves into a Jerry story. Yeah. Because I thought it was just going to be a, the Ed thing. Yeah. I liked that uh, they took it and updated it to where, because in the beginning, we didn't know if Ed and Charlie were friends in the original. We were like, does he yeah. like this guy? That, yeah, does that was not? always like, because I think even the other podcast, we were like, are they even friends? Like, yeah. He shows up at his house and just walks in. I'm like, it seems like he would know him, like his yeah. family and knows so him I or liked, whatever. I liked how they updated that story and why they called him evil is because of their LARPing yeah. and stuff <laughs> like that, right? Like they just, evil they just made it dorky, but... I think that the whole, uh, you know, growing apart is is a normal part of life, and it's a, it's a normal part of high school. Yeah. And when you want to, you know, start yeah, having you, sex with if, ladies and not, you know, walk hey, around and you're larping out, you know what? <laughs> I guess hey, you got to hey, trade one for the other. Hey, you know what? If, if you want to go larp, go larp. There, go larp. there are some chicks that will larp and have sex with you. So yes. just do what you want to yeah. do, man. Mm-hmm. There's there's chicks and dudes that will want to have sex with you no matter what you want to do. All right, just. LARPers, yep. do your thing. But I, I, Just stay I, out of the fucking way, though. Just I do one think thing that I gotta say. Just that was get the fuck out of the way if you're at the park <laughs> or something, man, because you don't own the fucking park. You don't own right? the park. Just get out of the way. And you know what? Never mind. Quidditch is not a real fucking thing. Don't be doing that shit in the park. Funny story, I've been to a park where I see all the LARPers show No, I saw them show up. Because we, like, hey. we did something for work where we went to one of the parks and what is it? South Mountain. Was it LARPing for work? No. <laughs> We're just trying to it have a our- company picnic here. Can you get your LARPing asses out this of is, here, please? This is the job <laughs> that we... This is the part This is the job that we formally shared. They had some sort of exhibition thing out there, and we went out there, and there were a bunch of LARPers, and I'm like, I want to stick around and see this. I want to see how bad it gets. Nope. I'm out. I, t- I, I wouldn't have anything nice to say, so I just need to leave the area That's after that point. You know what? Just, it, you LARP all you want. Just get out of the damn way. That's yes. just all we ask. All right? Yes. 
And I know it's been really hard for the cosplayers and the LARPers this year being stuck yeah. inside. I yeah, mean, that's the most sort of social. Outlet. Well, that's the most social they usually is get. There, yeah. Is there virtual LARPing? Like, do you think there they should be Zoom, LARPers? Like Zoom LARP? Are you okay? We yeah. want to. We want to know. It's been a rough year for everybody. Do you think? Do you think LARPers <laughs> listen to this fucking podcast? I think everybody should listen to our wonderful yes. podcast. I think everyone should listen to this. So if you know a LARPer, tell them to listen <laughs> to our podcast. Larry, I'm Larry. I'm talking to you, Larry. Larry, you're listening right now. Larry. The LARPer? To you. No, I'm the, I wasn't saying Larry the LARPer. But I'm saying maybe Larry out there knows a LARPer. Maybe. Right? Sorry, mm-hmm. it's alliteration and, you know, LARPing is... Reach out to your LARPer and make sure You got okay. that weird fucking cousin, Larry, that LARPs that you don't mm-hmm. talk to. You'd be like, hey, listen to this podcast. Yeah. They're talking about you in talking this episode. About you. And Specifically said, you. <laughs> so thanks, Larry. The one thing I did want to say at the end when... Um, Wait, did they show what happened to the mom at all, or did she just remain in a coma? She just, she just remained. We didn't see her yeah, at the end. We didn't see her at the end, no. right? Because then it just jumped. Like they saved everything, and then it jumped to um, Charlie and Amy finally get a bone in uh, Peter Vincent's lair, right? Yeah. yeah. I, so, yeah. I love when he well, comes when, in. He's like, I'm going to look. If you're like, naked, I'm going to look. <laughs> No, when when he comes in, I I was like, it would be a taste tasteless joke, but it would be in keeping line with the Peter Vincent character, and <laughs> be like, you could use Ginger's room; she's not gonna need it. Because <laughs> hey, all of a sudden you get what I don't know. Flash forward to I don't know a week, a month, whatever later. Yeah, it's it's the next night. The, the mom's still night, in a yeah. fucking coma, and they don't no, she's know up. She's awake. On. Remember? Because she I don't called- know. That's what I just asked. And you oh, guys said in a row. Right. She calls. She at the calls. End. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. She calls, and he's like, "Mom, I've got my dick in my hand." Right now, right. launch code. Gotta go. Launch well, sequence has been initiated. He <laughs> has that one little line. She's like, "What are you guys?" Is like, "What are you guys up to?" He's like, "Oh no, something just came up." Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't tell your mom that. Yeah, just but, don't answer the phone. I don't. Yeah. I mean, like. But what if she keeps calling them? What if she's one of those moms? I get. Well, I mean, see, after okay. a vampire okay. tries well, to see, murder I'm your son, anybody single, could be one of those she's moms. A, she's a single mom already, so she's probably worried about her son. And then, you know, the vampire next door almost fucking killed us and blew up our fucking house. So, yeah, she's going to keep calling. So he had to I don't think she was in a phone. coma. I think she had a concussion or something from the car accident. Yeah, well, because I, don't, like, she I know falls. she's not in a coma. I was well, just yeah, saying, she falls. But then when he, I think when, after she does fall, he checks Why her did she fall? Like, what? Because I think she passed out after the accident accident because yeah, her head was bleeding i don't remember her head she bleeding. stabs well, well that's happened? what happens when she falls down oh, yeah, she stabs him and sees him freaking out yeah like, and like, then she passes out and they look down and they're like oh shit she's bleeding so i think she had got something from the the crash that they the were crash. in okay. yeah her adrenaline ran out after she stabbed yeah him. She's like, my job is done my job is done pass out yep Take uh, me to the hospital. But I love this movie. This one was so fun. Just like the original one. Yes. It, it, there's no big stakes, you know, in just watching a fun, stupid horror movie. And yes. this one brings in greater mythologies. It's got comedy. It's fun. I enjoy it. It's got this Werewolf one. Franco for yep. no reason. <laughs> he's not technically a werewolf, Any but monster. he's he's a werewolf. <laughs> if anyone has eyebrows like that, you're a werewolf. He's, he's Eddie Monster. He was Eddie Monster in this movie. Um I don't know, man. It. It's a it's a good movie. It's not uh, it's not great. I don't know. They're both. It's they're a both fun good. one. It's fun. It's not what you expect, and don't judge it by the the beginning either, because then like it does really make you think of Tim Burton's I Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, you're gonna watch it now and you'll see it. I'll put it out. 
things. No, I'm just like CSI because that's where they were. They did you a know lot what? of cases in Henderson. You know, I'm like <laughs> CSI and uh, probably Criminal Minds. I'm like this, and like was this just the house that was used in one of those shows yes. that already had that set up with those? Oh, like, I was looking. I was like, I'm, I'm pretty like, sure some I'm bitch like, was buried in this backyard, familiar. and then they came yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen this house before. This house looks familiar. So yeah. Like, oh, there's Grissom. He's in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that CSI where there was like that swingers party and they were washing their dildos in the dishwasher? In the dishwasher. <laughs> yes, I do remember that one. Yes. That's not probably what that's for. I don't think that does anything. Oh, don't wash stuff in the dishwasher. Don't no, you're supposed you put, to. You put plates in there. <laughs> Did you say you're supposed to? You're supposed to. In the dishwasher? Yeah. You're supposed this to wash who? dildos in the dishwasher? Yes. I don't know why I know this, you, but I know Why do you, you know this? this? I don't know why I know this, but I know this. Can, can well, I guess if you have a, a large quantity of dildos and you're passing them around at a party, I guess it's a good but way how to does sanitize. That, but, but does that sanitize it if you've got herpes I dripping do. everywhere? And you oh, think that's gonna, God, I don't know. The dishwasher's got herpes now. Hey, then what are you going to do? If you have herpes and you are going to a sex party, you are very irresponsible. If yes. you're going to a sex party, you're going to get herpes. <laughs> I don't know what... <laughs> What okay? That's like saying okay. I'm at a party, a little kids party, right? And one little kid. I don't like that you're. And you're one little kid. To a little kids party. I'm at a little kids party, and one little kid has a cold, right? All the you're little all kids are going to get a fucking cold, right? Now amplify that to adult herpes party. Thank you. Good night. Well, but if you're ha- at a sex party, do you have sex with everyone at the party, or just like one other person at the? Well, party? I'm saying if there's dildos just laying around, and they just get used. Like imagine this is the dildo bowl, and you put it back, right? <laughs> what if somebody I gets they confused? Had, like no, they do okay, with pins now. There's no, a clean saying, dildo. Yeah, but what bowl if somebody? Dirty but what if in the heat of the moment someone grabs the wrong the wrong bowl of dildos and you're reusing the old dildos? I don't know I don't if know. I've ever been in such a heat of a moment where I'm like, let me take this used dildo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but I'm saying sound, they didn't know it was used. <laughs> they grabbed from the wrong bowl. Is my point? Kim's like awkward. She doesn't. She she's Kim. Do you put your dildos in the dishwasher? <laughs> she doesn't know what to do. She's she, she's keeping silent. Oh man, horror PSA. Don't don't reuse a dirty dildo, folks. That's not hygienic. And I think we're apparently good. put it in the dishwasher. <laughs> Saul, what is your medical backing? I don't know why I know this, but I know <laughs> that. Saul's, P- Saul's horror PSA tip. Yeah. I'm not, put it in the dishwasher. Just put it in the dishwasher. Dishwasher is not. See, this is going to be a fucking ad for dishwashers. Like, not used for dildos. Like, it's going to be like the fucking. Whirlpool. The, the whirlpool. <laughs> Wash your dildos. Yeah. What is, the, is that the guy that's in the in the suit that like he, he was running like to yes. pretend to be the He's the just fridge. holding a bunch of dildos. Yeah. Like, that's the next commercial bag for full of dildos. Like, your dishwasher can end. 25 all dildos. Right. This <laughs> podcast has gone off the rails. That's all for this week. Well, we start talking about Colin Farrell and Dildo. Yeah, Friday night, great movie. Go watch it. Uh, Rest in peace, Anton Yelchin. Yes. Yes. Uh, Next week, we are coming back with the Return of the Living Dead, which is a great fun movie. It is March, and it is uh, requests. Yes, Yes. requests. So send us your requests. You got a good movie you want to tell us about and make us watch, or got a horrible movie that you want to make us watch? Send it in. We'll watch it. Yes, and we'll review it. Something that's going to make Saul and Kim uncomfortable. Yes. I That's going to take a lot. For you or for Kim? I can watch a lot of crap. What if it's like, uh, um, like you know, instead of Killer Sofa, it's like Killer Dildo. There's a Killer Condom movie I've seen oh. on Cinemax one night. 
It was a, right. an alien condom that came down and infected the other condoms, and they just Is had it teeth. From like a planet like, of condoms? I think so, because they had that, teeth, and they were just condoms, like a bunch like, running around with teeth everywhere. And I was like, like, what D- is this? Dyrexia 12? It was one of those like Cinemax late night B-horror movies that they always I thought had. you said B-hole movies. B-hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I didn't well, watch sorry, those, but I'm sure night, that was a thing on Cinemax. B-hole movies All right, could well, be a thing. <laughs> if you have any requests or tell us about a movie, you can email us at podcast at scarynerd.com you can find us on all the social medias facebook twitter and instagram you can check us out on patreon by going to patreon.com scary nerd you can find out more horror entertainment news at scarynerd.com and that's all for this week anything I, you guys got anything else no i want to say that if there were no rules in place that there would probably be a used dildo section in personal like classified ads probably so Ew. you know okay bye everyone bye <laughs>